0: Welcome back to another episode of the 24 Seconds Podcast. My name is Arjun and I'm joined by my friend Jren, who will not give the Twenty Four Second Report.
1: In today's episode, Arjun and I will talk about the NBA season so far and who would win which awards if the season were to end today.
0: Before we get into today's discussion, please subscribe and leave a like for more content. Anyways, today's topic, current NBA award winners um, at the All-Star break, um, so just before just before we begin, I just want to say uh, a few weeks ago might actually might have been two months ago now um we had made a video with our predictions for all the major awards um as well as like teams and how thought how we thought they would do um and so now that we're at the all star break, we decided to kind of update those predictions I'd say um and kind of reflect on the predictions that we had before um and so Drin, I'm going to start off by asking you, you know, in the original video, we had both of us had an MVP as Giannis. Looking back now, who is your MVP?
1: If if the season were to end today, I would choose Joel Embiid. I, I would choose Joel Embiid as, as the MVP. He's averaging 30 points, 11 rebounds, and three assists. When the when he doesn't play, the 76ers lose to teams like the Pistons, uh, the Bulls. And that's just, that's just not impressive for a team that wants to contend. And that just shows how much they rely on Joel Embiid. And for that reason, and many other reasons, I believe that he is my current MVP. What about you?
0: Yeah, I, I, you know, I was torn between LeBron and, and Joel Embiid. I think LeBron and the Lakers have been slipping a little bit. And so right now I'd give the edge back to Joel Embiid for the MVP race. I mean, he is putting up all-time great numbers. Uh, and, we're, and we're seeing him take his game to the next level. And so I would definitely have Joel Embiid as my MVP.
1: If the Lakers didn't go on that four or five game losing streak that they were just on like a week ago, um, do you, would you still have LeBron as your MVP?
0: I think so. I mean, if they, if they were to win those four games, right, they would be 27-7, which would be the, tied with the Jazz for the best record in the league. And I think if, if, you're, if LeBron's doing that without Anthony Davis, then I think he should deserve to be the MVP.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But I wanted to just say something about this MVP race so far. I don't know what's happening this year, but there are a lot of guys that aren't getting love for MVP. Um, And obviously the main one that stands out, as we've discussed on this episode before, on this podcast before, is Damian Lillard. But for me, it's Giannis and Kawhi. Like, they they have been getting no... they're, They're not even in the conversation to some people right now. When Giannis is putting up the same numbers slightly, I think, better than he did last year, when he did win MVP and Kawhi Leonard has been quietly grinding with the Clippers and leading them to numerous victories while putting up amazing numbers.
0: Yeah. It's weird to me because Steph is getting more attention than these guys. And that's not, the I say- think,
1: I think people like missed him playing. He didn't really play last season.
0: Yeah. And, and that's not, but say- he's also
1: playing really well. So I don't, don't mislead. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's playing extremely well, but
0: is he playing, should he be an MVP candidate over those guys? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but he is playing extremely well. So last
1: year, Giannis averaged um thirty, fourteen, and six. This season he's averaging twenty-nine, twelve, and six. So he's just like a few points and rebounds off. I still think he should be in the MVP conversation. The Bucks are doing relatively well in the absence of um They've actually lost a few games, but seeing as Drew Holiday has been out, they're they're still at the top seeds in the Eastern Conference. I think they need more recognition. And same with Kawhi Leonard. The Clippers are doing well. He's playing, he's putting up great numbers. I think he needs love for the MVP conversation as well.
0: Yeah, and they just passed the Lakers in the Western Conference standings. And so, you know, the Clippers, Clippers gotta, gotta get some respect, especially with Kawhi.
1: Yeah, but I also I I think like if I had to choose right now it would be Joel and Bead, but there are a bunch of guys like Jokic, LeBron, Damian Lillard, um, in in the in the conversation, and Giannis, Kawhi, and a few others as well. Yeah,
0: this year it's not like an easy like okay, we know that these three guys are like the top three. This year, I think we have a lot more like MVP candidates than we did in the past. If that makes sense.
1: So. <laughs> If we if we get into the rookie of the year, guys, look, this one's kind of embarrassing to talk about, but um, Arju Arju picked Obi Toppin, and I picked of Dia, and at the time, like those were like really good, like underrated picks, but in our um, if if I want to defend myself here, I do want to say that Denny Avdia has been playing really, really well for the Washington Wizards. He started the season starting with them, and now he's become kind of like a a six man off the bench for them. And his numbers have slightly decreased, but he's doing a, a really good job, and he's stepping up when they need him to. But the main problem is that in in his um in his league in Israel and overseas, he was like. He was the primary ball handler. He was the one that was facilitating the offense. And here he's kind of just standing in the corner and is expected to be a spot-up shooter. So he's not able to play to his full potential. And I think a big part of that is because the Washington Wizards didn't expect to have him ready at the ninth or t- well, He went 11, I think, at the 11th pick. And so they were shocked to have him there. So they kind of just drafted him without really having a plan as to how they were going to play him. And so – I think if you if you see if you have watched certain games where Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal aren't playing, Denny Avdia is the main ball handler and he's the one that facilitates the offense. And that's when the Washington Wizards have played really well. And so I think if you actually give him an opportunity, he like a few years from now, I think he's going to be one of the better players in this in the league from this draft class. Yeah, Scott
0: Brooks just just not know how to run an offense. But another thing I will say for for um, for Denny was that he was picked ninth. Ninth by the Wizards. Um, and, and for, you know, the reason I picked Obi Toppin at that point in the year was because, first of all, I didn't expect Julius Randle to have the season that he's having, right? I don't think a lot of people did. Um, two, I also thought that he would stay healthy, which wasn't the case. He got hurt. He missed a lot of games. I will say when he has played, though, he, he has shot the ball pretty well um, for, for a guy his size. I mean, he's shooting 30% from three, which isn't bad for a power forward, who just entered the the league as a rookie. And so that's not too bad, but again, I I think, I think not, you know, being injured and then on top of Julius Randle breaking out really, really just like didn't help his case. Um, If I were to pick a a rookie of the year right now, it'd probably be LaMelo Ball.
1: Um, uh, Uh, LaMelo Ball would be my my easy pick. I know we're halfway through the season, but he is the clear favorite right now. But, for second and third, I would probably put like uh, Tyrese Halberton and Anthony Edwards. Yeah, same, same, same. So we're not we're not going to spend too much time on Rookie of the Year talk because those top three have been amazing. But we would both probably pick Lamella right now. But in regards to Defensive Player of the Year, as right now, I'm probably picking Ben Simmons or Rudy Gobert. I'm still kind of stuck on them. I think I, th- I think Rudy Gobert was the clear favorite, but like people are choosing Ben Simmons right now just because he kind of um locked up luka Doncic the other night and so people watched that game it was on national national tv and so he got more attention than rudy gobert on the jazz but i think there are serious cases for both of them
0: yeah i'd go with rudy gobert um i had originally picked bam out of bio i actually think bam will will make it a race in the second half of the season i still think bam will make it a race i think the heat will play better basketball and as a result bam's going to start getting more notice but i think right now it's rudy
1: gobert I had picked Anthony Davis. I didn't know he would get injured. That's unfortunate.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, again, the injuries this season have just been, you know, uncalled for. Like, we don't know. We, we don't know. Like, we can't control that. Um, but moving on to the sixth man, I had picked Gary Trent. Now, that wasn't necessarily a bad pick, I'd say. But with CJ's injury, he's been starting. So, he's probably out of the equation for that now. Um, but my pick right now would be Jordan Clarkson. I mean, this man is playing... As a six-man, like, off the charts, he's playing really well. And he's been one of the reasons
1: why the, the Jazz have been good um, this year. I agree 100%. Uh, I would also pick Jordan Clarkson. And so the player I had picked for for six-man was I, – I believe I had said it was going to be either <laughs> Spencer Dinwiddie or Karis LeVert. But little did I know Spencer Dinwiddie would get injured for the entire season and Karis LeVert would get traded. So there goes that. But uh, – at the time, like you said, I feel like we both had, like, really good picks. They were both, like, very reasonable. And so now when you look back at it, it's kind of fun. But, uh, yeah, let's get let's get into our coach of the year, you? I have Quinn Snyder. What about you?
0: Yeah. So in my original video, I had um, Steve Nash, which I – again, I think Steve Nash can make it a race. The Nets have been playing better recently. But um, right now I would pick Quinn Snyder. The Jazz are – playing at an elite level, um, at a level that we haven't seen before from them. Um, And they've been playing like the best team in basketball.
1: I had picked Monty Williams, and he's also one of the top coaches in the league so far at this point in the season. He's brought the Suns to the fourth seed. They've beat some really good teams. They've also lost some games that they shouldn't have lost, like the one to the Charlotte Hornets a few nights ago. But, I think right now, if the season were to end, the clear favorite is is Snyder. Snider yep,
0: I definitely agree with that one um and so let's let's just talk a little bit about teams in the n b a Give me you know two teams that have impressed you and two teams that have kind of disappointed you.
1: The team that's impressed me the most is the Utah Jazz. I knew they would be a good team, but I didn't think they would be uh sitting comfortably halfway through the season, a few games ahead of other teams in regards to the record. They're playing really good basketball, but I I do want to say one thing. I don't want to negate anything they've done. They've been playing brilliant basketball, but at the same time, they've been one of the few teams in this league that have been entirely healthy throughout the season in regards to injuries and health and safety protocols, right? So in a season like this, you're going to see the effects of that, and the effects of that are them being the first seed. If teams like the Lakers had been healthy, like you just said before, if they had Anthony Davis, they probably would have won those five games. They lost to some pretty pretty uh, uh, c- controversial teams. And so Lakers probably would have been first. Um, other teams in the league, like the Brooklyn Nets and Philadelphia. No, Philadelphia has been relatively healthy. They've had Joel Embiid out and uh, Tobias Harris a few games. But uh, the Nets would have been the first seed. It, it's it's just the Bucs would have been higher with Drew Holiday. I think if every team was healthy the entire season, the Jazz wouldn't have looked as good as they do right now. Yeah,
0: I agree. Um, I'm not gonna say the Jazz again because I don't want to say the same team over. This one is a team that I don't think we've been talking enough about: um, the San Antonio Spurs, 17 and 12, the fifth seed in the Western Conference. They've impressed me. Demar Derozan's impressed me. That you know their young Dejounte Murray, is putting together a nice little game there in in San Antonio. They
1: got a huge win yeah. last night. They got a huge. Yeah, and so they're game.
0: they're playing well, um, and you know, give give more credit to the Spurs. They've been impressive.
1: How about Jakob Pearl starting at the center position and having a a, a big big, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Impact. A Big a big st- a big impact and stint with him. He's been starting for quite a while, and he's been yeah, he's a really ball.
0: good rim protector. Actually, if you look at the numbers when he's on the court. The Spurs are playing significantly better than when LaMarcus Aldridge is on the court. Um, and that makes me think that maybe L.A. is on the trade block. But, again, Jakob Pertl been playing great as a rim protector. Great basketball.
1: Yep. Shout out, shout out, Jakob Pertl, Lonnie Walker, DeJounte Murray, DeMar DeRozan, and a few others. Patty. Keldon Kel- Kel- Johnson. But, Keldon Johnson, but... Arju, we talked about the teams that have impressed us what teams have disappointed you I, I feel like there's one main one that I'm going to talk about but I want to see if you say the, the, same the
0: team. team that has disappointed me um you, you know and I I hate to say that they're a disappointment I really do um I I think it's been I think it's been the Rockets um with the players that they have and of course they have injuries too like I thought that they would be better than the 14th seed in the West. Um, They're on a 10 game losing streak right now. Like this team is better than that. And the fact that they have John Wall, Victor Oladipo, they had DeMarcus Cousins too and Christian Wood, and they haven't been able to win games. is just, it's kind of crazy to me. Um, I know there's been injuries to VO and um, Christian Wood, but I feel like they should still be better with at least John Wall. They shouldn't be losing to, to teams like the, uh, to Like teams like the Cavaliers, I think they're better than the Bulls. Um, and so that's that's the one team that's
1: like kind of disappointed me. What about you? My team is the Atlanta Hawks. And I don't want to say they've like insanely disappointed me, but I think with their roster, they should be higher up the standings than they currently are. I wasn't one of those people, and neither were you in the offseason, that found – the Hawks to be like a huge team. Like people were saying with the moves and trades they made, like the signings of Rajon Rondo, Danilo Gallinari, that they were going to be like a, a sleeper in the Eastern conference and go to like the Eastern conference finals and stuff. But I, I'm, I wasn't a part of that wave, but at the same time with their signings, they shouldn't be 14 and 19 and sitting in the 11th seat in the Eastern conference. The Bulls, Hawks, Knicks are doing better than them. I do want to say though, they have had some injuries. But you look at their game last night, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, you, but they have all their injuries back. Nilo Calinari's back. Rajon Rondo's back. The main guy, the only guy they don't have anymore is Chris Dunn. Right? No, I think Am you're I right. Someone? I think you're right. Yeah, like the, Chris Dunn is the only one. And so you look at their, you look at their um, game last night. They lost to the Oklahoma City Thunder, who, by the way, right now, have the same record as them. Their lineup is John Collins, Tony Snell, Clint Capella, Trey Young, and Kevin Herter. That's a really good lineup. And when you have Danilo Gallinari and Rajan Rondo coming off the bench, I, I just, I, I expected more from them. But I will give them a slight pass because they've got yeah, a lot of I injuries. The one
0: player that I forgot to mention was DeAndre Hunter. He's missed time. Um, but the, the fact that they're playing the number four pick, or number six pick, Anekia Okungwe, only like 10 minutes a game. In that Thunder game, he only played four minutes. Like that's kind of crazy to me.
1: I don't know. Do you think it's fair to have them as a as a disappointment because they have disappointed me? I've I've looked every time I look at the NBA scores and I watch their game. They lose some games they shouldn't have lost. They lost to the Cavs, to the Thunder, a few times to the Knicks, and I just feel like if they turn those games around, yeah, I
0: feel like they should be better. Another team that's kind of been disappointing is the Celtics, but we we already talked about this. Um, i think they should be better uh, a team that's impressed me has been the Knicks, obviously 17 17 and so yeah
1: all right so that's pretty much it that's that's our talk for this point halfway through the season what awards we would give we're going to do the same thing maybe at the end of the, at the end of the regular season we're going to say who's our mvp and and everything we just did but Let's get straight into our 24-second questions, Arjun, Do you have a question Yeah, so for me?
0: the Toronto Raptors are sitting as the fourth seed in the Eastern Conference after start, starting the season very poorly. Do you think they still look to move Kyle Lowry?
1: They should. They should because even if they make it to the playoffs, they're going second-round maximum in my eyes. Um I don't know, man. I, I can't really see them. Maybe if they keep this roster and pick up Drummond, then it'll be a little bit of a bigger threat, but I can't really. I think they should trade Kyle Lowry and try to get assets back because the teams that they've traded him to are teams that Kyle Lowry wants to go to. Clippers, Heat, Philly. Those teams are three teams that can give you really good young assets back. So we'll see. But yeah, I, I agree. Think I think they him.
0: should trade him before he uh, walks away in free agency.
1: Arju, my question to you is about the standings in the mm-hmm. Eastern Conference, Right. <laughs> if if players don't get injured right let let just this question i'm about to ask you assumes okay. that everyone is healthy right the 76ers nets bucks raptors celtics and heat i think are the six teams guaranteed to be the top 6 in the in okay. the eastern conference right what two what two teams do you think at this point from what you've seen are going to slot in at that 7th and 8th spot so some teams that I I didn't mention that you could think about are the Wizards, Hawks, Hornets, Pacers, Bulls, and Knicks. All right. I I I, le- I left out the Magic, Cavaliers and Pistons. Magic would have been in there to all my Magic fans, but it's just that they have been really injured this season. Yeah, I, I really think
0: I think the Wizards will find a way to become like an 8th seed. Um Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal, they're both too talented enough not to t- not to get them to- get them there. Uh, I think I'll give the I'll give the eighth spot or the seventh spot um, to the Pacers. I know they're on a losing streak right now, but I trust them onto Sabonis. Hopefully, Keris Levert comes back sometime this season, um, and so I, I think the Pacers can uh, can come back.
1: So your teams are the Pacers. yeah, and, and also let's not
0: forget that um, Malcolm Brogdon hasn't been playing, and so when he gets back, they no Malcolm Karis Brogdon Levert hasn't been playing either. Too. Um, he's he's been hurt, or he he missed their last game. But yeah, like but I so, think, so I'm saying him, like, Karis Lumber, and uh, and and Demontis Sabonis. Like when they come back, I think they can get them to the seventh seed.
1: I wish they had a healthy roster because TJ oh, you, Warren's was right, out right. this season. And
0: so yeah, exactly.
1: So this team is talented. So so you have you have a bit of a hot take there. You're saying that the Hawks. I think will they'll not make, make the, the play playoffs. In. And then lose to one of those teams. Interesting. That's why I'm, bro. The play-in tournament makes the league so much more interesting because teams want to oh, fight 100%. for the 10th seed, the
0: nine and the ten seed. Teams want it. Because like,
1: because let's say it was just one through eight, right? Like a few years, twelve through fifteen seeds don't don't want to do anything. But now those twelve, those thirteen, and uh, nine to thirteen seeds want to fight for those. Oh spots, yeah. So it's yeah. No, I
0: agree, and I think they'll make either the nine or the ten seed.
1: But. Yeah, guys, that's been pretty much it. Those are our awards so far in the season. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll have more episodes coming your way. If you enjoyed it, leave a like, and we'll catch you next time. Peace.